Welcome home, spiritual human. I'm your host, Stacey McGee, and you are listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast, a gathering place for spiritual humans, where each week we talk about becoming fluent in all things spiritual. Welcome home, spiritual humans. I'm so excited to have you here again today. I, you will find as you start to listen to this podcast that much of it, very much of it is a creative outlet for me. I, you know, have built a substantial audience on social media, but the social media algorithms expect a certain thing from me. And if you produce content outside of that, the algorithm punishes you for it. So this podcast is something that's purely mine outside of the algorithm where I can speak with you and share the depths of my wisdom, my knowledge, my knowing, um, in hopes that you can learn something about yourself. Um, and one of the most important things that I want you guys to learn about yourselves is that, well, I have some very deep and intense spiritual gifts. I'm not the end all be all that you have access to direct revelation from spirit, God, the universe, yourself. And that I, rather than being put on a pedestal, I want you to see me as someone who walks alongside you and says, hey, I've been down this path before. Let me show you how I did it so you can also do this. Um, and I want to give that power back from you. I, I had someone on a TikTok live say, I would follow and do anything you told me to do. And I was like, Ooh, no, don't do that. Don't ever give someone that much power. Um, well, I really want to build a beautiful community of spiritual humans. Um, and we're trying to do that on spirit fluent with our groups on my website. What I don't want to be is a all powerful cults leader. So let's not go there. But let's talk more today about auras and aura colors and soul colors. Um, I really want to continue this conversation because it's been a big part of my work. And I honestly, it didn't really quick click with me until recently, how valuable it was, you know, and I would talk so often about my big basket of pens and but I very much just saw myself as this medical intuitive psychic weirdo and those pens were just an accessory but as I started to write my book becoming spirit fluent speaking the language of your soul I realized oh my god these colors have so much more validity to my readings than I than I realized um and we had a listener, Susie, that emailed me and asked me to talk specifically about turquoise. And I would love to talk about turquoise because I think, one, it's a great segue into the other soul purposes, um, but also it's my favorite color. So come come on, guys. Of course, I'm going to talk about my favorite color. But when we look at the soul colors, and I actually kind of created this little color wheel for my book that you have these primary soul colors, but then you have these areas where they intermix 
And so if you have an art background like I do, yes, guys, I actually have a degree in animation. And no, I don't make cartoons anymore. Um, turquoise is a color that is between green and blue. And so the last episode, we were talking about green being the sole purpose of the healer. And we're going to talk more about wisdom keepers in another episode. But just know that blue um, and, and somewhat into purple is connected to the sole purpose of a wisdom keeper. And so when you have that blue and turquoise blending, you have someone that is very connected to the spirit realm, the feel, their feelings, their intuition. Um, so they're very empathic. Um, and they are really on their path of discovering or embodying their life's purpose. So when I see turquoise in someone's auric layers, I'm like, ah, yes, this person is moving actively into their life purpose. Um, turquoise is this inner mastery color. It's very much connecting us to mastering who we are and what we're here to do. So um, if you look at like my colors, I am like a lot of turquoise and pink. So I am working on inner mastery as well as transitioning to spiritual awakening. Um, I'm actually a rainbow, so we'll get into rainbows more, or you can watch my video on my uh, YouTube about the sole purpose of rainbows. But, um, to su suffice to say, turquoise is a color that I have a lot of connection with. Um, it's really good for people who um, are self-saboteurs, right? They um, are constantly thinking like, oh, I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not smart enough. This is too hard. Turquoise is that color that kind of comes in and says, okay, this is, this is good. You can do this. And so, you know, these are the healers and the wisdom keepers that combine here. And so this is a person that is not only here to help heal people and the world in their ways. And let me just pause to say a healer is not always what you would traditionally think of as a healer, right? Because traditionally we look at a healer and we say, okay, a doctor is a healer, a nurse is a healer, a Reiki master is a healer, a massage therapist is a healer, right? We look to the health and wellness arena to define our healers, but healers can be artists. Healers can be poets, um, musicians, great example of a healer. And in fact, turquoise often comes with those who are highly, highly creative in what they do. So if you see someone with a turquoise aura, or maybe you know that you have a turquoise aura, or someone's told you you have a turquoise aura, you are most likely highly, highly creative, highly kind of artistic. Um, you think in three-dimensional levels. Um, very, very much so. And typically people also who have turquoise can kind of delve into uh, neurodivergence as well. Um, there's a lot of uh, neurodivergence that intertwines with spiritual gifts, but turquoise is a big one with that. So, um, but you know, a healer could literally be someone, uh, here's a great example. I saw a TikTok video of a guy 
who created these these boats and these systems that would clean the ocean, right? That's kind of really scientific and mechanical, but what is that doing? It's healing the oceans. So he is a healer, right? And actually, when you look at turquoise, turquoise are the people that will combine kind of science and spiritual and creative all together. So someone to create a boat and a system that collects trash, that's a very turquoise aura thing to do. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo, I can't say the word today. You guys know that I have scrambled eggs for brains. Leonardo da Vinci, another example of um, someone who would be probably a turquoise aura because he's in the scientific, but he's also in the spiritual. Um, and so these are typically people, like I said, that are three-dimensional thinkers, they're creative thinkers, um, they're outside-the-box thinkers. But with turquoise, they're usually making something or creating something um, in the process of what they're doing with healing. So I think that's really important. Typically with people with turquoise, um, you know, blue is a throat chakra color. So um, it's also, you know, when we look at green, green is a heart chakra color. So we look at those with a turquoise aura um, and they're going to struggle with imbalances, typically with the heart and the throat chakras. And so when they master that, they're going to be able to communicate and speak and, and flow from the heart, but they will actually tend to have health issues in those areas. Um, because they're, you know, trying to, uh, express. And so once they learn to express from the heart, they're going to move forward from those imbalances. Um, people with turquoise also tend to suppress their emotions a lot, um, hold them back, protect their hearts, hold their words back, um, which means that they can also tend to have skin issues. Um, so that's, I think, really important. But turquoise is this clarity, this this divine wisdom as it connects to how can I heal the world? How can I make the world a better place? Um, often you will see also people with turquoise auras having, um, being inventors. And, you know, so that's a, that's another creative process. Inventors, um, they can tend to be also going into like computer science or things like that. So they're kind of like, like I said, like a Leonardo da Vinci, like these creative, but scientific types. So it's, it's really kind of a cool, uh, aura color, but again, I'm personally biased because I'm a little obsessed with turquoise. If you guys haven't noticed, my podcast microphone is turquoise. My cup is turquoise. My glasses are turquoise. Usually I'll wear some sort of turquoise jewelry. My nails will be tur turquoise. You get the picture. I love, I love turquoise. It's just my jam. So, you know, we've kind of talked about how there are these colors between that kind of seven primary color rainbow and, you know, really looking at the transition through to the wisdom keeper. And so here, here's another great example of this. We look at um, purple. We've talked about purple last time being the master healer color, the master healer leaders. 
Um, and so you look at this artistic scale and what colors come together to make purple. You have blue, that wisdom keeper, and then you have red, that warrior of light. And so you need a little bit of warrior energy, I think, to be a leader. And the warrior is not, you know, the one that starts fights and things like that. But the warrior is this powerful person that stands up for what's right, protects the innocent, you know, and we'll talk a lot more about warriors of light and things like that. Um, but they're kind of those spiritual superheroes. And you need a little bit of that to be um, a leader, right? Um, but then you have that wisdom keeper that kind of comes in. I have the wisdom and the knowledge and that creates that purple healing type, that master healer leader. And so you have this person that has wisdom, knowledge, they're going to stand up and protect, but they're really there to share that wisdom and knowledge, um, versus actually doing the healing work. Right. So it's, it's much different. So it's, it's very interesting guys, as I, I see the different colors and, you know, I have people ask me like, what's the most rare color? Um, I don't know that there's a rare color per se, but keeping in mind that as, as I'm an unhealed healer and I have specific energetic patterns, people who either need, need me to work with them or to help them or who are somewhat attracted to my energy are going to flow to me. So I'm going to have a lot of healers. I'm going to have a lot of wisdom keepers, um, a lot of heart centered people that are more um, drawn to my energy versus um, like an alchemist. I very rarely get um, alchemist, which is an orange or gold color. Um, I very rarely get red, which is that pure warrior of light. They do come through. Um, but, you know, typically those people who come to meet with me are like, oh, my friend, my wife, my, my partner, they had a reading with you and they told me I had to get a reading with you. So I got a reading with you. And so it's usually like a healer type that recommends they come work with me. And it, it's very interesting to see how that works. Um, if we're looking at like what is really super rare would probably be those with the rainbow aura and those that are encompassing all auric layers and colors, right? Um, and that's, you know, that's another class. We, like I said, there's already something on the YouTube, but you know, if we're thinking about what is the most rare, I would say those are, are typically what I, if we're looking at the entire population, that would be those. Um, some colors, other colors that people have asked about, and I'm going to kind of touch on those. Um, we're going to just talk really quick about like black and white and gray really quick, because technically if you're like in an artistic background, um, you know, black and white are usually hues and shades and not actually what's considered a true color. Right. But they are colors. And so we look at black and when I see someone come through with black in their auric field, um, one, I know that's not the true color that they truly are. I know that there's a layer of protection going on. This person is protecting themselves. 
they're hiding from the world. They're kind of like that emo teenager that's dressed all in black and wearing thick makeup because they're trying to hide or protect themselves. Um, if it's in a medical intuitive call and I see someone with black in their aura, I actually do start to get really concerned because black, and this is not always true, but it is typically true that black will indicate that this person either currently has cancer, um, will potentially develop cancer in the future, or they could have hereditary cancer in their family. Or the last one is they've spent a lot of time around someone who has cancer and their body is almost, um, I don't like to say protecting them from cancer because that feels kind of wrong, but that it's kind of, um, withdrawing their energy, trying not to absorb the, the illness of that person. It's, I'm kind of tripping over those words, but hopefully you get the picture. Um, and so I always get really concerned because I'm like, Ooh, uh, yeah. And so there's always a warning that comes with that color because I'm like, Hey, um, and, and luckily usually it's people that are like, Oh yeah, I actually am a cancer survivor or, Oh no, it's in my history. I had one lady that was like, Oh yeah, I actually work with cancer patients. Um, and I don't, you know, it, it makes me so nervous when that color comes in because, you know, I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to diagnose someone, but I am certainly going to give them a warning that, Hey, the energy is not flowing in this area. So I want you to be highly aware of that area. I want you to be aware of the healing you need to do in that era area, at least on a spiritual level. And if you notice any really weird symptoms, you're going to go straight to your doctor and get checked out. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't like to see black in someone's aura, but when I do, I ask their body, what is the color that actually belongs there? Um, and the higher self will usually tell me like, oh, they're actually like a purple or a pink or whatever. Um, but right now they're in protection. Um, white is another master healer color. And if you look at white, it is the combination of all colors on the spectrum. Um, and so when I see white energy, I know either someone is currently healing, they're surrounded by healing, angelic healing, um, or they are just literally like a pure, beautiful healing soul. Um, it's a very, um, enlightened color. And honestly, I have only seen white come in with, I think one reading. It, so now that I'm thinking about it, white's probably the most rare if you're calling white a quote unquote color. Um, when we look at gray, um, gray is to me a transition color. Someone is in transition. Um, they could be getting ready to pass away. They could be moving out of black and protection to another color. Um, there's some sort of change going on in their life. And so, you know, gray auras are definitely another one that kind of makes me pay attention because I'm like, there's something that's transitioning here. And we dig deeper to say, hey, is this a good transition or is this not such a good transition? Um, and every person is different, right? Like, and this is one thing I want you guys to understand about the spiritual realm is that while we have you know, things that define colors and auras, our 
those quote-unquote rules true for every single person? No, right? Then that that is one of the fun things of the spiritual realm is that the moment you think that like there's this hard and fast rule, spirit and the universe come in and go, ah, no, let me just tell you about that. That's that's actually not a hard and fast rule. Um, so you know, be in open to interpretations, be open to personal downloads and revelations about what you're feeling, what you're picking up. Um, you know, and like I said, there's no hard and fast rules. There's just in general, these are things that I see, but very much, you know, when you're, especially when you're listening to me or anyone else, take what you hear, take it to spirit, to God, to the universe and say, Hey, what's true? What resonates with me? What's not? Take what resonates, carry it with you and leave behind what doesn't. It's that easy, right? Um, what I say may not all completely resonate with you and that's, that's okay. Um, we're allowed to form our own ideas and opinions and agency is a huge part of our existence here on this earth having the agency to choose. Um, and that I think is a very, very beautiful thing. Uh, it's also one of the reasons I don't do mediumship readings because I feel like it's rude to call in the spiritual realm and be like, Hey, stop what you're doing. Get over here and chat with me. I have questions, right? So, you know, I, I have some weird feelings about mediumship. I'm technically scared of ghosts. Um, but they do interrupt my calls quite often with messages for my clients. So it's like, um, sometimes I'm an unwilling participant in that mediumship per se. So, you know, that's, I think what we're going to end with today, guys, is, you know, about the colors and about our soul purpose and about those shifts. And, you know, when you think about these colors, even, the one thing I want you to understand is that typically those colors can shift. You can grow, you can change, you can learn lessons, you can move into another space of life. Typically your primary soul or aura color doesn't change too much unless you're a rainbow. Um, but certainly those conscious and subconscious colors absolutely do have some of those changes. And it's really cool. It's really fun to learn about. Uh, it helps you understand, I think, who you are and what you're meant to do here just a little bit more. So thank you, spiritual humans, for listening today. And I'll look forward to speaking to you again soon. Have a beautiful day. You've been listening to the Spirit Flown Podcast. Your continued support means so much to me. And I just want you all to know how grateful that I am for you. Uh, I have many resources on my website, spiritfluent.com, as well as on my YouTube at spiritfluent. And I would love to invite you to check out my book, My Spiritual Awakening is a Shit Show, on Amazon now.